Chapter Sixteen of A Deal with the Devil. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Angelique G. Campbell, February two thousand nineteen. A Deal with the Devil by Eden Philpotts, on the river. It is not easy to describe Grandpapa's indignation when I detailed the result of my interview with Susan Marks. I had told him all about the young man to whom she had been talking and he recognized the youth as one Tomkins. He had already quarreled with Susan about him. "'But why, dear grandfather,' I asked, "'did you give this wretched woman your real name?' "'It was a safe thing to do,' he answered. "'All the other old fusses have blown over. "'Besides, I should have had to give it when I married her. "'I meant most honorably by the jade,' and this is the result they're all alike confusion take em that's the last i've done with women now they don't interest me as they used to do i shall go on amusing myself with the cats for another six months or so till i am a few years younger but i'm blessed if i ever take em seriously again they're not worth it excepting you you're a good old daisy martha and I'm much obliged to you. Two days afterwards, he gave Miss Marks a bit of his mind and had it out with Tompkins down among the firework apparatus. It appears that he punched Tompkins on the head and then kicked him when he was down and then finally dropped him into one of the fountains. After that, said Grandfather, as he gleefully narrated the circumstances to me, I made tracks and hid among those great stone pre-atomite beasts at the bottom of the grounds. I squirmed down alongside of an Echinothosaurus or some such brute, and sat tight there until dark. Then I dodged out with the crowd. But they'll want me today, so I guess we must be toddling. We talked the matter out, and he decided to go and rent lodging somewhere near the river. He was now twenty-two, by the new scheme, and his old love for athletics had returned. "'No more tomfoolery for me,' said Grandfather. "'I've passed the silly stage now. I shall take up rowing again and join a cricket club and lead a quiet, wholesome life. As the end approaches so rapidly, I began to lose interest in worldly affairs. Let us go to the river, and I will row you about over the peaceful waters, under the trees, among the swans.' if i find i have kept any of my old form with the skulls i shall very likely enter for the diamonds at henley it would be a record for a man of nearly one hundred and eight to win em but i doubt how i should shape in these gimcrack new-fangled wager boats i encouraged his simple boyish ambition and we took our way to twickenham grandpapa finding himself better and happier for the peaceful life actually thought once more of reformation it was summer time and a sort of holy calm would settle on my beloved grandfather as he paddled me about the river and drew up sometimes in the cool shadows of overhanging trees he was a handsome boy of one and twenty now his face grew tanned by the sun he wore a picturesque green and yellow blazer with a blue handkerchief round his waist and a big sunflower embroidered on his grey felt hat he began to get quite simple in speech and his interest revolved around the river races and the cricket field 
he seemed to forget the past and i often prayed that the past would forget him but grandpapa had sown the wind and the whirlwind was beginning to spring up time did not fly as quickly with the world as it seemed to do with us the young fellow with his simple athletic interest and ambitions training quietly for the diamond skulls was not destined to escape the fruits of those many indiscretions committed in his mature years and it is hardly the least of my griefs and regrets that in a measure i was the cause of keeping grandpapa's name before the world and before diverse more or less malicious women who refused to forget his past relationships with them i thought that by the quiet water of the thames hidden in snug but comfortable lodgings at twickingham we should have escaped notice but i soon found my mistake for the river is a highway a pleasure ground so to speak whereon all meet representatives of every london suburb pass and repass respectable and questionable rub shoulders in every lock exchange repartees at every bend drift side by side in every backwater we were out one day after lunch and i steering carelessly nearly ran into a boatload of ladies and gentlemen grandpapa reprimanded me and apologized to the other party then somebody said positively it is it is miss dolphin the speaker was mrs bangley brown she insisted on stopping and asking after grandpapa and the old man like a fool forgetting the altered conditions said i'm all right glad to see you again jove how well the gals look and you as blooming as a four-year-old damned if i don't think you're going backwards too mrs bangley brown glared at the youth and grandpapa with wonderful readiness explained himself awfully sorry thought you must know me my pals call me grandfather cause i'm a bit old-fashioned no offence meant none taken i hope she turned from him with disgust and the two girls in the boat and some young men looked at my escort and tittered where is your grandfather said mrs bangley brown to me leaning over the edge of the boat and whispering i have been wanting his address for five years perhaps you can favour me with it there is something fatal about the name i think i have heard it often of late associated in every case with some broken-hearted woman he treated you badly i know i answered also under my breath it was a bitter grief to me at the time but things are better as they are he would not have made you happy probably not she answered bitterly but he might have made me comfortable and it is not too late we need not discuss his conduct i know what an english jury would think of it give me his address if you please don't do anything of the sort martha said grandpapa in a great state of excitement he had overheard mrs bangley brown's last remark and now turned to her i am only a youngster he began craftily but i know the rights of that story i heard it from the old man and it don't do you any credit you're an awful designing woman 
and ought to know better i dare say you've been after a dozen old fogies since that why you little horror screamed mrs bangley brown if i could get to you i'd box your ears she rose and made the boat shake and her daughters implored her to sit down or they would all be in the river yes you're a bad old lady a regular old fossil hunter and no mistake said grandpapa shaking his head at her shocking example for the gals then he began to row away follow them don't lose sight of them cried the angry woman but grandpapa was a fine oar and had a light load he simply laughed at their efforts to keep pace with him and fired off all sorts of jokes at the pursuers finally he spurted when near the rollers had our boat over them in a twinkling and setting to work bustled me up to kingston with extraordinary celerity after dark we paddled quietly home again it is a warning to me said grandpapa in future if we meet old friends i am your young nephew from oxford and your grandfather should they ask after him has been dead for some years i wish that was true End chapter sixteen